what a joy it is to be able to come and share with you from God's Word for the purpose of glorifying God and encouraging you in your Christian walk. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. James said, Why will ye die? The voice of God is calling. Why will ye die? Re-echoing his name. Jesus has died to save from death appalling. Life and salvation therefore go proclaim. All power is given unto me. All power is given unto me. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. And lo, I am with you always. Wow, what a command given by our Lord that we are to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Notice, he did not say go into all the world and save anybody. He said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Wow. We are looking at the matter of spiritual gifts and uh, these mornings we are looking at gifted men and we started with the apostle and I'm sharing with you what I believe from studying scripture is correct. I said to you earlier on that when we think of an apostle in the general sense, you may think of a sent one, one that is just sent by God. Many of us are sent by God. Uh, we are sent from our homeland to another homeland, from our people to other people to proclaim the gospel. So if one claims to be an apostle in that sense of the term, I am not here to dispute that. Matter of fact, I'm not here to dispute anything. But when one thinks himself of an apostle as the apostle Paul and Peter and John and the rest of those, I am looking for scriptural proof for one to scripturally call himself that. And so far, I haven't found it yet. And I have reason to believe that um, when it comes to the apostles, the apostles had no successes. When their work was done, the office ceased. I want to repeat that. I believe that the apostles had no successes. When their work was done, the office ceased. In fact, after Acts chapter 1, they are really mentioned. Very rare they are mentioned. I believe that there are no apostles in the official sense today. In the official sense of the term, apostles such as Peter and John and, and, and Paul, no. I don't believe that we have such today. Why? If we need apostles and prophets today, I have a question. And my question is, why are they never mentioned in the epistles to the founding of the churches? Let's stop and think of that. When the churches were established, why are they never mentioned in epistles such as First and Second Timothy and Titus. And all the instruction given to the church, how it is to run, how it is to be governed and to operate, along with who is to lead and serve the church. There is never a word about an apostle or a prophet. What I have noticed 
is that after Acts 15, you never hear of them meeting together again. After Acts 15, the apostles found themselves scattered all over the world and never appeared together again. Following the scripture, when they were gone, they were gone, period. They were not replaced. I believe if apostles were so important to the church today, as they died, they would have been replaced. The only replacement that I have seen is that of Judas, where Matthias took his place. And very little, if any, is said about Matthias and his apostleship. But in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 20, something is said there that we need to look at. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse number 20. I want to read from verse 19 and verse 20. Verse 19 says, Now therefore ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Look at verse 20. And are built upon the foundation. Built upon what? The foundation. The foundation of what? Of the apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself. The chief cornerstone. Here's what I have understood. The church is built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. The apostles and prophets, those who no doubt have seen Christ, they had the work to lay out the foundation, to build the foundation of this church and not from block and cement. Once the foundation is laid, you know as well as I know, the building goes up. I believe apostles and prophets cease. Their ministry have been taken over by the teaching pastors and teachers. I find something to be very much interesting. In the book of Acts chapter 15, there is a matter that needs to be regulated among the Gentiles. Notice what happened in regards to that matter for it to be regulated. The matter was taken to the Jerusalem council. Notice. James, the brother of our Lord, who believed in him after the resurrection, who was called a messenger and an apostle in the secondary sense of the word, he was the one presiding over the council. It was not chaired by one of the twelve or by Paul. Why? The church was already founded. The apostle's job was to lay the foundation and the doctrine then turn it over to the elders and deacons while they fade away. I thank God for the work of the apostles. I thank God for the work of the prophets. I thank God that he has given me the responsibility to be a shepherd, to be an elder, to be a pastor, to be with his people, to take his word, and nurture his people and to go into all the world and preach the gospel. If we are using the term apostle in the general sense to mean a sent one, I could understand. 
But if we are using the term to mean that we are equal as Peter and Paul, James and John and the rest of those, I think we have missed the point because these men saw the resurrected Christ. They were witnesses of the resurrected Christ. My time is up for this morning. I'll pick up the next morning. Father, thank you. It is a joy to come and share your word with your people. And may they go back and check in the scriptures and learn, oh Lord, the truth of your word. Bless every servant of yours, regardless of the title. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you all. Do have a great day as you go and serve the Lord.